0: listening particles and i'm jane your host i like to hear inspiring stories for people that i barely know and share them with you and that's what we do here i never know how it's gonna go i never know what they're gonna say but it's always a good story Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for listening. I'd love to start connecting with you, my listeners. If you'd like to share your thoughts about this episode or any of the episodes, watch for posts for each of them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I can imagine the energy of connecting over these inspiring people's stories. I mean, maybe, just maybe, you have the same passion, or maybe you've been wanting to talk to someone with this thing going on. Yes, we need to talk. Come find me. In this episode, I'm chatting with Regina Nidin. She's from Ireland, and she's a shaman who works with the land. Yep, that's what I said, a shaman who works with the land. So if you're wondering what a shaman is, shamanism.com describes it like this. Shamanism is an ancient healing tradition and moreover, a way of life. It's a way to connect with nature and all of creation. Well, I like that. The word shaman originates from the Tungus tribe in Siberia. Anthropologists coined this term and have used it to refer to the spiritual and ceremonial leaders among indigenous cultures worldwide. The word shamanism can be used to describe the ancient spiritual practices of these indigenous cultures. One can view shamanism as the universal spiritual wisdom inherent to all indigenous tribes. Well that's pretty cool. As all ancient spiritual practices are rooted in nature, Shamanism is the method by which we as humans can strengthen our natural connection. So with that, let's learn more. Here's Regina.
1: Hi, Regina. Welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm delighted
2: to be
0: here. I'm so happy to have you. So um, let's give the guests a little bit of background. So we met through Christine um, Collister, who we refer to here at the show, is Christine the Singer. She's episode one. She's from the Isle of Man. And the two of you met. Um well, actually, we should probably say you are in Dublin, Ireland, right? That's where you are. Yes. And the two I am of you indeed. met the two of you met. Why don't you tell us that story a little bit so we can figure out connect all those dots. <laughs> we actually met in Egypt.
1: Ah. Crazy. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. You, you know, that's the beautiful thing, is the world is so small these days. I know. Um, yeah, you, you I I cross paths with so many amazing people. And Christine, oh wow, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful I woman. Know. Yeah. A fabulous soul, absolutely fabulous. We met in Egypt with uh Stuart, Stuart Pierce. Now, Stuart is a uh, the legendary sound healer. Uh, yeah, I could do a show just talking about him, but that's another thing. <laughs> um, so he was running a, a trip to Egypt, a retreat, and I work with the land here in Ireland, uh, energetically and Egypt had been calling, but I waited. Mm-hmm. It had been calling me for about 30 years.
0: 30 years. I, Yes. That's a long wait. Wow. You have way more patience than I have. But go on.
1: (laughs) It wasn't necessarily patience. It was more about timing. The timing wasn't right. And I knew it wasn't right because I had opportunities to go there before Hmm. and I never, ever took them. And I even had one opportunity that was fully paid up that I didn't even have to pay for. Are you serious? And you still didn't go? Okay, okay. No, because it had to be with the right people. Everything had to feel right.
2: Yeah. And this
1: is where, you know, the group that i gathered were such an interesting group. And this was my second time to Mm. Egypt because it was really fascinating. I'd been there the year before doing the same retreat with Stuart. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I've done it, you know. Mm -hmm. That's it, once off, been there, done that, wore the T-shirt, T-shirt's now the duster, all sorted, you know. <laughs> but unfortunately, the land, well, fortunately for me, Egypt kept calling me, really? calling me, calling me. And there's me. Like, I don't know now, do I go back? okay, right, I go back.
0: Oh, wow. So we should probably tell people Um, a little bit about who you are, what you do, that the land calls you.
1: Yeah, because that's where uh, Christine comes in. And that's how I met her there. Uh, Basically, I'm a shaman. Mm. And uh, I answered the call a little bit later in life than uh, was normal. But (laughs) having said that, I grew up in Holy Catholic Ireland. So nobody really wants to dance around and be very happy that they have a shaman in the family. (laughs) Uh, It's not exactly something that's celebrated. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So from that perspective, I knew I had gifts, but it took me a while to um, accept who I was. Let's put it this way.
0: How did you, okay, I'm going to probably interrupt you like, 47 times because first of all, you know that uh, we talked a minute before we got on the call, but I have had people saying to me for probably uh, five years, you need to find a shaman to train you on some things. And so today I know I, I, I didn't even know that's exactly what you were till we started our conversation and had our little meet and greet. And I'm like, well, 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 isn't that interesting timing that that happened today? <laughs> so um, how did you know when you were younger that what were these things that you knew you had gifts? I think that's how you phrased it. What is that about?
1: Yeah. Um, I used to get into trouble knowing things. <laughs> oh, OK. I was um, thought we were at
0: the end and get into trouble. Yeah, I know that. But go on. OK, so. Knowing, yeah. Knowing you know, things. like as
1: a kid, I would be accused of earwigging when I wasn't. Oh, OK. Um, Yeah, and I would know things, but I wouldn't know how I'd know them. So people would assume that I had earwigged, that I had, you know, Mm -hmm. tried to listen in. Other things was I had a very much, uh, people were a little bit surprised at a healing touch. Hmm. As well as that, I always seemed to have the right thing to say to people.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And as well as that, interestingly enough, Anybody who sort of crossed my path tended to be, I wouldn't exactly say in crises. that's wrong, but Mm -hmm. everybody was going through change. So I am, I'm also a change catalyst. So when people, when I do interact with people, uh, particularly friends or acquaintances over a period of time, and if our paths cross, there's, there's usually change around the corner.
0: <laughs> Did I not just say before we started talking? I'm going through a lot of change at once. So
1: I don't know if I should think yeah. I'm
0: in trouble or in for something great, no, but I'm no, going to no, go no, with in no, for something great.
1: <laughs> in for something great, Absolutely. Right? But absolutely. Um, um, I tend to sort of deal with uh, sort of a um, a different type of energy. Um I can working with the land as a sorry, we'll go back because my brain, I go off in tangents I'm dyslexic so uh, my thought patterns isn't exactly linear So I will hop skip and a jump from one topic to another. so please feel free to rein <laughs> me in and sort of point me in the direction. Um, you're um, asking for the
0: wrong person to do that for you but continue.
1: <laughs> okay, you were asking about uh, healing. Right. In other words, how did I know as a shaman? Yes. Realistically, I did not know what that word was. Ten, ten years ago, I didn't know what that mm. word was.
2: Okay.
1: All I knew was I had I had some abilities, healing abilities that mm. I believe everybody else, everybody does have. Mm-hmm. However, some are more open to working with them and tuning in and reawakening that skill set. Mm-hmm. I agree, and myself, I came through a lot of challenges uh, which were helping to temper me into who I am today. Like if you think about it, uh, you know, the blacksmith, how does the blacksmith strengthen the metal? Well, it tempers it by hitting it and banging it. Well, life has done that a few times mm-hmm. to me I get that. in such a way. Yes, that you realize what it is you do want. Mm -hmm. So, part of my challenge was for me to step into my power and to say, "This is me, and this is who I am."
0: Mm -hmm. When did that happen? Then, around what? When did what? How long has that been? How long have you been that person,
1: or that start of that? Realistically, I danced with it. Okay, right, right. I danced with it on and off for at least 15, 20 years, and I would not step forward into who I am. Yeah.
0: I freakishly uh, feel like we're soul sisters here or long lost, you know, <laughs> separated at birth, something like that. Okay.
1: <laughs> Go on. Re- Realistically, 40th birthday. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. That was sort of the time I went, right, that's it. I, um, I walked away from a career mm-hmm. that I was in and believe it or not, I was a medical rep. A medical rep, so, okay. Yes. So I switched pushing drugs for pushing people. <laughs> yes, I went into education. So I walked away okay. from that and Yes. And that was part of it was I began to take note of the messages that my body was giving me Mm -hmm. that uh, how I was feeling going to work. And I actually realized being in work, you need to be doing something that is is in line with who you are. Absolutely.
0: Like that would be really hard if you felt like a natural healer, if that was really who you are inside, but then you're Giving people prescription drugs, which are not probably solving the
1: problem. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, my ability to, you know, help and heal people went that way. (laughs) Okay.
0: That, no, that makes total sense. I love that. That makes total sense.
1: So, it was around the time then in my late 30s, I began to go, no, this does not feel Mm -hmm. right. Not at all. Mm -hmm. And I went, no, time to walk away. Nice. So I did that. My 40th birthday present yeah. to myself was walking away from a very nice career and signing on welfare.
0: Oh, my gosh!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, everybody listen to that. That's a pretty cool present. It doesn't seem like it at the time, but I bet we're going to hear a good
1: story. <laughs> yeah, and that was, that for me was the freedom. I, I created the space that I needed. To mm-hmm. detoxify from the industry I was in,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to help create what it was that I wanted to get into. Now, bear in mind, I had done all the usual, uh, you know, workshops with this person, workshop mm-hmm. with that person, you know, a lot of reading, but I was dancing with it. Mm-hmm. You
2: mm-hmm.
1: know, I wasn't committing to anything, uh, and I, I was playing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary to take that leap,
0: the full leap.
1: Oh, it was really scary. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not lying. I'm not saying, oh, no, no, no. I felt every pipe of my being. I was going to do this. Right. I just knew it was right to walk away. Right. I think that's it. The scary bit was I did not know what direction I was going to go in. Right. Okay. That was the scary bit. So you went into education next. Yes.
0: What kind of education?
1: I, I I worked as a trainer. Okay. I qualified then as a trainer, okay. and my specialty was actually working with people who were unemployed. Oh, <laughs> to inspire them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. And the funny th- and the funny thing was around the same time. Um, I realized I really have to copper fasten my skill set I need more skills to work in the healing area so I then went and you're going to love this mm-hmm. I listened to Spirit again and I blew all my savings as the recession was hitting Ireland when everybody was telling me to hold on every penny right. I blew it <laughs> Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I flew to Hawaii and did angel therapy practitioner with Doreen Virtue.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is such a huge leap. Although, seriously, it's a trend. If you, you know, if you listen across these podcasts, the people who are doing some of these things, there's a lot of times where that's exactly what they do. They just
1: go all in, all in. And that's what I needed to do because I didn't know that I didn't know it at the time But that was me investing in me Mm -hmm. and investing in skill set that would help prepare me for what was to come. So what I ended up, a couple of months after arriving back from um, Hawaii, I then, in fact, I think it was about two months actually, I then apprenticed myself to an Irish shaman for a couple of years.
0: Okay. So at that time, did you know that was your skill set? That's what you were going to be doing?
1: I couldn't say the word. (laughs) Yes. And in fact, it's only I will be very honest with you. I'll say, yes, I have been realistically, you know, doing shamanic work for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. But I have only officially called myself that three years because i felt i had to go through a lot of training mm-hmm. but not only that i had to wait till spirit called me
2: mm. hey can and
1: you can you describe
0: can you describe uh, what what a sh- what a shaman is like what what that means cuz maybe not everybody might know that
1: it means different things in different places okay. and the reason why i use that term is because it's the equivalent of Many, many generations ago in Ireland, every village had the healer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That healer would talk with spirit, could would know when bad things were coming, mm-hmm. knew how to console people, but would also help people cross over and heal. So, so, like so after they, they
0: passed away, you mean?
1: Yes. Okay. All right. They would help people transition, but they would also work with people who were ill, Mm. where their souls were ill. Okay. Now, I work, I work with the light and I work for the greater good. If in some parts of the world, a shaman, you could go into a shaman and ask them to take the power of uh, somebody else. Where they will go in and they can work in the spirit world Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and um, can do not so nice things. Mm. Okay. And that's where this lifetime. And I think that was part of why it took me so long to wake up this lifetime was Mm -hmm. for me to say, yes, I can do this and I can do it from the light. I can do it for the higher good. I can do it from a place of love.
0: Right. Right. Because that is, and I yet, mean, yeah, that's definitely two different things.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's the type of shaman I am. But during my shamanic training, I realized that everybody gets sort of a, a liking for different things and for working with different things, mm-hmm. be it working with couples, working with children, working with those who are transitioning to the other side You know, everybody ends up, you know, some people are brilliant with animals. Mm -hmm. I found my skill set was actually working with the land and working with the ancestors of the land.
0: Hmm. Explain what that means.
1: Yeah. I would find parts of. uh, I'm just trying to use the right words here. There can be different sites that call me mm-hmm. and what I mean by call me, it's not like as if they send me an email and <laughs> with all due respects, the land can't <laughs> give you a check either. So, you know, let's be clear on this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, working with the land. and uh, OK, here's a really good example. OK. Uh, that springs to mind. Um, a friend of mine was getting married. Okay. Okay. And she was getting married in a castle. Ooh, okay. Yes. And she was actually in the States. Oh, okay. So she booked this place without actually ever being there. And I've I've actually done weddings for a few people, but it's actually really interesting. Anytime I get asked to do a wedding I know there's always another factor involved and it's usually working with the land of the site where the wedding is going to be. So there was myself and a friend of mine uh, who were doing the ceremony and the land started to call me about six, about two months before the wedding. Mm -hmm. It kept reappearing in my mind, in my dreams. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh God, I have to, I have to check this place out. So said it to the friend of mine that hey, listen, do you fancy a drive because this place was about <laughs> uh, two hours out okay. of Dublin where I live. So he said, right, okay, and I said, yeah, we've a bit of work to do down there. Don't quite know what, but you know, <laughs> it's called. We'll yeah, and he said, great, fine. So off we went and oh, the, it was a rotten day of the weather, lashing, raining, horrible wet day, but we headed off and we hadn't taken note of exactly the location. We knew where it was near, but we didn't know the exact location okay. or the route. What we do is we'd feel our way. So whichever turn really? we were told to. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh, you'd be in trouble with me if that were the way that was going down. But go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean by it. you use your intuition, and wherever you get brought is for a reason. And oh, we were, true, true. Yeah, we were going out into this village and we were outside of this village, and I began to go, Oh God, feel ugh,
2: uh-huh. this
1: place, nah, don't like it. And I heard then from Spirit the word workhouse. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, I uh, don't know where the connection is here, but let's go with it. So I said to my pal, uh, "Do you know if there's a workhouse around here?" He said, mm, "Could be." We, we'll, I said, "We've defined it." <laughs> we, yeah, that this. Welcome to my world. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's actually, it does sound like really fun. It actually sounds really fun now that I am ba- in, in, the, in the mode with you here. Go, okay. Yeah, you so know, workhouse. it is,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, uh, a workhouse, if, for those of you who don't know, is not a very pleasant place. Okay. Okay. A workhouse would have been built during the famine times in Ireland to house people who are d- too destitute to feed themselves.
2: Mm, okay.
1: So they would give up when they had nothing left. Then they would enter Mm. the workhouse. Okay. So they were very sad, very tragic places. So there would be a lot of heartache there. Right. So we headed off and we drove into the village. And with that, there was a sign for a workhouse. Oh, no. Really?
0: Oh, my (laughs) God.
1: Yeah. Like the exact words. Yeah. Oh, geez. So then what? Then what okay, happened? Okay. So we went off to find the place. And before we we were following the signpost, and I, I could even see the picture of it in advance, that it was on the bend in the road.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And as we went uh-huh. on the bend and the, in the road, there it was. Okay. okay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Absolute sh- Yeah. Shivers. Oh, Horrific wow. place. And we pulled up outside and... Oh, God, the temperature just dropped a whole load of degrees uh, and we got out of the car and oh, the feeling of it was energetically. Really, 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 really poor. And. uh, I tuned in and spirit told me to work with the energies there as a shaman Mm -hmm. and it needed to release some of the sadness that had permeated into the ground Mm -hmm. and had rippled out into the village. Because even when you went into the village, you could feel your energy go. Hmm. You know, it it wasn't a place that you went hey, Oh, yeah, like this place. I totally know. No, I totally know
0: what you mean. Actually, yeah. like the weirdly the the and no offense to my town, but it used to be this like booming, exciting, really growing community, and it's been just so something shifted at some point yeah. a number of years ago, and I don't know what it is. So go on. I mean, that's really I totally know what you mean.
1: Yeah, and this is it that you could just feel the energy. Yeah. The energy had just ooh, it was a place that mm, yeah, it was like as if being sucked out of it. Right. So, what did you do then? What I did was, as a shaman, I worked with those energies to actually release some of that energy that was trapped there. Okay. And to bring in love. Okay. And much lighter energies Mm -hmm. and to allow what needed to be transmuted to cross over to do that. So I did that, but I couldn't do it for that long because what was happening was the energy was so intense mm-hmm. and my my own body temperature kept dropping, 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 dropping okay. um, as I facilitated the transmission of okay. those energies. And then then there was it felt like a shift and there was sort of ripples and, um, I didn't know, we didn't know what the connection was, but there was also a graveyard behind this, these buildings. <laughs> so like a right. double, a double whammy of yeah.
0: of energy. Okay.
1: Yeah. And there had been over 12,000 souls through that building.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. So then, then, so what did you, like, were you able to
1: really clear that? Well, there um, I had done a fair amount of it, but, you know, there is a limit as to right, what you can right, do. Right, right, right. So then <laughs> what know. happens next then? Do you go back to it or do you, what happens next? Yes. And every so often I will check back in and maybe do a bit more work. Okay. But the interesting thing was we didn't know at the time what the connection was between this place,
2: mm-hmm. and the
1: place where the ceremony was happening. Right. But we found out that they were built at the same time. And the bricks that built the location for the wedding was worked on by the people in the workhouse. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's but crazy. We didn't, yeah. We didn't know that at the time. So when we went to the location, it was quite different and um, did a little bit of work, but nothing, nothing that major. Right. And what happened was it was actually quite funny. Eight weeks later, ceremony was there and the couple of people who were there were actually staying in the building in this Mm. uh, uh, castle manor house and they would pick up on energies and they were shocked. One of them said to me, said, I don't know what was going on. She said, I couldn't get over. The place was sterile. She said, in a beautiful way, mm. because she said, I was expecting all this horrible energies or all these different mm-hmm. energies and not knowing. But she said, the place was clear, oh, <laughs> which was fantastic. That's amazing.
0: I mean, and people don't think about those things. They go into situations and there's like, you know, bad feelings or a lot of chaos, you know, or, or different things like that that happen in a, in a place, but they don't realize that that's coming from something else. You know, yeah. I mean, I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that with people. You know, where all of a sudden there's like everyone's arguing. I'm like, what is what? What just happened? <laughs> where? Where, what, yeah. where? Where did this come from? And I think it's. You're right. It's coming from the land, but people don't know how to, like, uh, rationalize that. You know.
1: Yes, as well as that, it's also as well. You know. You know the the saying, the fighting Irish, you know, you can go Mm -hmm. practically anywhere in Ireland and there would have been, you know, battles at some stage. Like Mm -hmm. even today, Mm -hmm. myself and a couple of friends were, uh, we were actually doing some work on the land Mm -hmm. in the uh, Dublin mountains, Dublin Wicklow mountains. Mm -hmm. And we were going through a certain road and I just did the shiver going... oh, mm-hmm. ooh, don't like this side of the valley. And it is about maybe 20 years since, well, that's a lie, about 10, 15 years since I've been down this particular road.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I just went, "Ooh, there was a battle here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And one of my pals said, "Ooh, how long? I said, no, 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 not chieftains or warriors. Um, it was an army. Mm. And somebody in the the other friend went, redcoats. And I oh, said, yes. Wow. So and that I just said, all yes. hangs
0: around? That just all hangs around? It does, around? yeah. Oh, my
1: gosh. That's crazy. But it does. It, it it stays on the land. So unless you know how to work with the land. Now, that's, re- you, you know, those battles would have been recent. Right. But no. you can have um, like a lot of the they're like there are most amazing sites here in Ireland. There's mm-hmm. one, uh, you know, when you think of an ancient site in Ireland, a lot mm-hmm. of people think of Newgrange
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that would be aligned with the winter solstice and. I would work with those alignments because that's what our ancestors mm-hmm. would have worked with. Mm-hmm. So there are so many sites around Ireland that are are connected to uh, equinoxes, solstices, mm-hmm. Samhain being Halloween, all of those. Um, and is that unique to Ireland? No. Well, you see, this brings us full circle to... Egypt, where we were in Egypt and part uh, with Christine, Mm -hmm. part of what we were there for was they worked with the sun there as well. So we were in Luxor Temple that is aligned with the sunrise at uh, winter solstice. So we were there in Luxor Temple as the sun rises and hits the Holy of Holies and illuminates it Mm. in such a way that it is just awe inspiring wow. and you can feel the ancestors and the ancestors going back through generations and generations and generations who are still there honoring the sun on that very special powerful wow. day
0: that's so incredible that that so that would have been in december last year then
1: yep uh, december of the solstice right. the official solstice last year because it's Based on astrological, Mm -hmm. rather than just you know the Roman calendar, it was the twenty second of December last year. Mm. But this year, uh, to my knowledge, I think it's the twenty first.
0: So that's actually kind of tying into my next question that was bubbling up, which is, can the land, like you know how you talked about the land giving you the shivers, and it's you know like you felt the what was there. Can it be the mm-hmm. reverse of that? Like, there's this place I go to when I'm in Northern California, this specific spot that when I go there, I just feel like I soak up all this good, positive, I don't know, I can't, yes. like, eternal, like, ancient energy just, like, fills me up. It's like, I there's all these places to go, and I keep wanting to go to that spot on the land of yeah. a trail. That's it, you know?
1: Oh, totally! They're power spots. They're uh, they're what I call my recharge stations. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I really need yeah. to find one of those in Wisconsin. Is there like some sort of a map for these? Because I need one of douse, those.
1: <laughs> douse a map. You know, get a pendulum and douse it. See where you need to go. Oh, I don't know how to do that. So we might have to have a follow up to this, where
0: you can teach me how to do that. <laughs> douse a map. Douse. I'm writing notes.
1: Okay. No, yeah, I need because that. then, yeah, um, you can also feel into things and feel, is this a good place to go? Is it not a good place mm-hmm. to go? Um, like, we are really spoiled for choice here in Ireland. We have so many places mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favourite is a place called La Crewe. Mm-hmm. Now, La Crewe is... Um, in a most amazing area called Old Castle County, Mead. Okay. And this is a magnificent, I'm just trying to find the right words here. Uh, I'll say Kern, but you won't know what a Kern is. Kern is like mm-hmm. a passage tomb, but this is built on top of a mountain, right? At the a highest point in Mead. A
0: tomb built tomb. on top of a mountain. Yes, don't understand.
1: I don't um, understand that.
0: <laughs> exactly. I need more information. <laughs> well, let's start okay. with passage tomb. That I don't understand. That will be a good place to start.
1: <laughs> okay, um, we had a tradition of building a tomb, which tomb. stood above ground, okay, and piling earth and clay into for the want of a better word, a womb-like structure with like a long canal okay. and some cruciform chambers okay. off it. Okay. And a lot of these would be would have different alignments. So lock Crew mm-hmm. is this amazing passage tomb that stands at the highest point in Mead, but it is also aligned with the sunrise at the equinox, about the spring and autumn equinox, oh. which is the yes, and at that on those mornings, oh my god, it is just earth shatteringly mm. beautiful when the sun decides to shine. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah, and the sun rises over the over the mountain, uh, Patrickstown Hill,
2: oh. and
1: it comes over the valley and. Shines down the passage of this. They call it a tomb because they think it was a tomb because there was uh, ashes found there. Okay. But these predate the pyramids, so you're talking over five thousand years old. Oh my gosh! Okay. And the sun yeah. shines down this chamber and illuminates four symbols on the back wall. Seriously? And th- Seriously, yeah. And I it don't only need does to it. See this. Yeah. And that's like uh, new grain. So these are all the alignments with stones. So this Mm -hmm. was their calendar. We don't know exactly what they were for. We can, you know, throw out ideas. We Mm -hmm. can, you know, we can scratch our heads. Mm -hmm. We We have archaeologists who think one thing. Now we're looking at how many different alignments there are with them. Some are aligned with star systems. Some of them are aligned with so uh, with the sun. Some are uh, lunar alignments. It is fascinating. It is.
0: I mean, seriously. Like when you said that the land is calling you. Every time I have a conversation with someone around the world, it's like I want to go to every single place. So now I need to come there. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it a two for trip. I'll go see Christine in the Isle of Man and then I'll hop on over to yes. Ireland and we'll we'll do this thing. I'm going to need to see this. Like, I can't yeah. even imagine it. I'm not even kidding you. I can't even get the image in my head. Maybe if I do some Google searches, I can get some pictures. Oh, to like... I,
1: yeah, I'll send you a video of it. Okay, and that would I... be awesome.
0: That would be awesome.
1: <laughs> Where the sun literally comes down and because of the alignment. Think uh, about it, right? Yeah. These, you know, how intelligent. Where our builders five thousand years ago, that they can build this structure with an alignment where the sun shines in and casts a shadow on four symbols, right? No bigger than a coffee cup, on the back wall, and it's still there. And it's it not just that there. they did it for a
0: day; it's still there. That's what's crazy. Yeah. That's what's even crazier. Like, first of all, how long did it take to figure out the exact positioning of that? And get it right, because yeah. you only had, like, twice a year, right, for the Equinox? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they had patience. <laughs> they had patience back then. They didn't have computers exactly. to, like, tell them how to do no. it. I mean, it's just fascinating. Yeah. I want to see – I, I need to see something that stunning. That's where I'm at in my life. That is what's happening today. I need to see something that impressive that I've never seen in person. So –
1: well, the ancients, yeah, the ancients would have been there to welcome that mm. uh, that son. Now that hill is actually the Irish name. The real name of it is Steenacally, and which uh, which actually means wise woman. And ah. this is where you see, um, Ireland gave any place with feminine power. And uh, which plantation that was negative, so that's why these places are associated with the witch Talia.
0: The what? They were associated with what?
1: Yeah, sorry, you see, I pre- I
0: don't really oh, you know what I'm losing do losing... Talyuk, uh, Talyuk I don't... means witch. The lose. I'm losing your signal a little bit, but we'll keep talking. So tell me again the name of the witch.
1: Talia. Talia means okay. Witch. Yes, means which. Oh. Callioc is the Irish for which. Okay. You see, we have our own language here in Ireland. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know so, that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> What I'm joking about, I was in America a couple of weeks ago and the lady in a petrol station, in a gas station, I have to remember that, outside of Hamilton in uh, Montana, says to me, God, that's, uh, what was it No, She says, uh, oh, is that an English accent? And I went, no, it's the island beside England. And she goes, huh? I said, Ireland? <laughs> oh, sorry, Island next door to England? And she says,
0: Australia. <laughs> this is not no. really saying very much for uh, Montana right now. Let's just point that out. But <laughs> actually, I'm pretty, I'm super impressed with how well you speak English, because I do know the fact that you have a different language that you speak in Ireland.
1: So, <laughs> well, you see, we do actually, English is the language we use. Oh, okay. right. I didn't know that. That I didn't Yeah. Know. All business, everything is transacted through English. But um, Irish, Oskilga, mm-hmm. is, um it's compulsory in school. You have to learn it. We have our own uh, radio stations in Irish, television stations in Irish. Every signpost you see mm-hmm. will be in Irish and English. Okay. So what happens is there are many sites which the English recorded them. And so they have what you would call an anglicized. Uh, name,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whereas, you know, the name would have been originally uh, off scale. One uh, example springs to mind. There's another passage tomb I like in a place called the Knoll. hmm. But the English name of it, it's called for, uh, Fornox. Yes, Fornox. F-O-U-R-K-N-O-C-K-S, huh. Fornox. So you'd say, how did it get a name like that? Right. The name in Irish is for Canuck, which means cold hill. Oh, OK. But for Canuck you know, said very quickly to somebody who's English, sounds uh-huh. like four knocks. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> and that all sticks. That's what's funny. It all yes. sticks. We just, you know, we yes. say it fast. It sounds funny. So it sticks.
1: Yeah. So therefore, you sometimes can scrape below the surface and you can begin to see, you know, where the actual history mm-hmm. and the names are, because there are some places here that are still populated by this, you know, the families over 800 years.
0: That's amazing. That's just amazing. That I mean, I can't eat like being in the US, I can't fathom that. Right. Because 800 years, that's. Forever Mm. ago for us. So I do have I do have one question, though, about uh, going back to your how you've become a shaman, finally embracing that as who you are and what you do. Like, how did that change your life?
1: I kept it hidden. Okay. To be
0: honest with you, St- not still um, though, because we're having this conversation. No, God, no. No. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 no. No, I'm well out of that closet. Because
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to hear this thing. I just want you to know. I know.
1: I know. <laughs> um, but you see, that was it. It was the fear of of actually telling people. Well, mm-hmm. do you know what? This is what I am. Yeah. Uh, because in Ireland it had a negative connotation saying that mm-hmm. so I would sort of keep a lot of things quiet as to what I was doing mm-hmm. and what I was doing out in the land and you know working with spirit and uh, so, so people putting... just
0: thought you were outdoorsy is what it was right yes,
1: <laughs> yes. exactly okay. alright And what I actually did was like, uh, okay. one of the things I had to do, and this will explain, you know, some of the funny aspects, was uh, I wasn't on social media because Mm -hmm. I just went about and I did this quietly. But for one of the courses I, I did when I studied, I actually needed to set up a Facebook profile. Ah. You see, so this was about me setting it up. And I was terrified. Hmm. So my name is Regina Dunn, Mm -hmm. and that is the name I use. But then I went, oh, no, Uh, (laughs) I can't use that on Facebook. So I went, okay, I'll use my I'll use the surname in Irish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Nidin is the Irish for Dunn. And Dunn itself actually comes from the name Dunn which comes from brown, which comes from earth. So this is how we can track back the names. Yeah. So uh, I that's why I set up my Facebook page as Regina Nidin Mm -hmm. N-I-D-I-N-N which is a slight uh, misspelling. I'm dyslexic so I I have enough (laughs) trouble with English so try adding Irish into that one and then you have a right miss. (laughs) So So, uh, you know, that was how scared I was because okay. that profile and what I did on that was shamanic. Okay. So that was where I first connected to my shamanic friends and where I could have those conversations. And for me, I was so grateful for social media. So I did right. that and that was me beginning to step forward. And then I began to actually post pictures of, you know, some of the sites I would go to, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily put in that much about it, but mm-hmm. I began to step forward mm-hmm. more sometimes and more.
0: Sometimes it does take a little time to get there.
1: To take it does. Those steps.
0: So at what point, how long have you been like fully open about
1: it in your world? I have been... Realistically, I would say I've been fully open about four years about it. Like, um, in the day job and work, they know it. They're just afraid to ask about it, but they know about it.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) how how is this? Yeah, it's funny when people don't understand. They're afraid. I mean, I totally get that. Like, I'm I'm I don't talk about some of those things very much myself, so I get that. Um, so how has that changed though? Your like like how you feel as a person as far as your own fulfillment and then how you feel you're serving now that I'm you, not now, hiding.
1: Right. Okay. Um, that brings me back into an exchange I did about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I smoked, which was a way for me to hide. Mm hmm. And when I was releasing the need to smoke, because Mm -hmm. I knew that was holding me back Mm -hmm. in what I was doing Mm -hmm. uh, with my connection to spirit, what I could see. I did a mantra for me
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and the mantra I put together was, I now release the need to smoke. I step out from behind the smoke screen.
0: Mm, Nice. So you're double whammy on it again, two for one on that one.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it was about me stepping forward and Mm -hmm. stepping into who I am. Now, I did not call myself a shaman, even though I had trained with shamans and had done apprenticeships up until such time as I was identified and called one by people who did Mm -hmm. not know me. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
1: That for me was the powerful bit. Okay. And spirit orchestrated that when I would be on s- some of the ancient sacred sites in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I could be just sitting there inconspicuous. And that was the first time that happened to me. I was sitting, funny enough, in that tomb, Fornox. Oh. With, okay. uh, yeah. Two friends of mine. One of which actually was Stuart Stuart Pierce. Who, okay. Yeah. I was in Egypt with. Right. Um, and you know, it's a tourist place. So people do come in and this girl came in and she came in, she looked at me Mm -hmm. and she went, you're a shaman, aren't you?
0: (laughs) Just from you sitting there, you weren't like glowing or wearing like a big shaman neon sign on your head or anything like that.
2: Absolutely (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) And I've seen you, you, I wouldn't guess, I wouldn't go, Oh my gosh, she's, (laughs) she's got shaman written all over her. Yeah. No, 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 it's that's, that's amazing. That's, that's a sign that like you really are stepping into it if people are just feeling it by your presence. Exactly.
1: Right. So that began to happen to me on different sites and different places. So right. I then felt, yeah, it's time. Oh,
0: that's so cool. So has that changed how you feel about yourself or how you like your own inner joy or your like any
1: of that? Is that shifted has, things for you? Yeah, because I'm more complete because right. I am who I am. Right. I'm not hiding. I'm not I'm not pretending to be something I'm not. Pretending um, is so much
0: energy. Pretending is oh, so much yeah. energy. It's so wasted. No matter what so, it is people are that they are hiding, no matter what it is, um, any yeah. kind of pretending is exhausting.
1: And it I'm it, it's incorporated into every fabric of my being. So mm-hmm. I live my life as a shaman. As in the way I talk, the energy how i will work with energies mm-hmm. even on a daily basis even you know working in a corporate job there will be places where you know you energetically feel things and you will work with those energies mm-hmm. and you might be working shamanically Right. And OK, you know, it can be a little bit freaky on occasions when you go into somebody and you ask them about a particular issue and they're sort of looking at you and like, where did that come from? And 24 hours later, suddenly this issue is big news. Uh- right, right,
0: right. right. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. I don't sometimes it's almost like, oh, I saw that come in, but there was nothing I could do about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that kind of thing.
1: But as well as that, it can also Mm. help me when I'm working with people who may be a bit lost Mm. or who don't exactly know what direction to take. And I'm talking to them and I'm getting messages from spirit and I will help guide them in a way. And they don't realize that they're talking to a shaman in a suit, you know. Right.
0: And that's the thing that's so cool. Like you're. You're here like you're hearing the guide the right words to say they're coming through you and they're they're helping these people who are unemployed in ways that, you know, they really need. And that's what's so cool. You're just basically being you doing what you do, saying the saying things that are completely appropriate and fine, but they're getting a special spiritual message that they don't even realize.
1: Exactly. And, you know, uh, for a lot of them, it's.
0: Wow.
1: I never thought of that
0: right or just talking to you makes me feel yeah. better do you get that exactly
1: <laughs> yes I get that one a lot I know <laughs> I had a
0: feeling I kind of have that too
2: <laughs> I know
0: and then and then it's like um it's it's such a good feeling though because really all all of I and I'm sure you feel this way too is all you want to do is give the most that you have to give that you've been given you know what I mean like whatever's within me that I can share and give to people and help them that's really what I want to be able to do in whatever way that happens,
1: yes, and you know that's one of the things I, you know, I say prayers and please bring to me only those people I can assist for their highest and best.
0: Oh, that's a good you way know. of doing it because sometimes I don't know what to do for people, so maybe that's yeah. A
1: good way of doing so it. I trust that the people who, you know, um, who I meet mm-hmm. or who in who are in my path are the people. That I'm supposed to help and who mm. I have the skill set to help. Nice and and it's
0: well I, we could go on about this all day. So I just realized we are like at 55 minutes almost here, and I forgot I haven't asked my last question, my second oh, question, wow. which is okay. Um, go first. So I'm going to jump into that and like completely derail this line of of conversation. <laughs> um, so I like to I like to find out from people what is what you're newly curious about. So something outside of the standard of shamanism and. Um, the land, but if there's something new that's sort of like calling you, using your own words, like calling you to like learn about or experience anything you're newly curious about?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: I love that when people say that. <laughs> and it might sound well, I'd be very blunt prayer. Prayer.
0: Yes, interesting. Describe this. And please, I always forget to say, please, because I'm so i I'm curious. Five-year-old mode. I forget that I should use my manners.
1: Please describe That's that for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the power of prayer. Hmm. Um, I have prayers from different religions. Okay. And for me, prayers are they're comforting, and I didn't actually realize how comforting they are. And I'm sort of looking at new prayers and putting it out there that uh, I need to cross paths with new prayers. So as I've said that different prayers are coming up hmm. and it's because that's how we change things, the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. But it's not the prayer of, uh, you know, just fear and shame and not those kind of no, prayers, right? no, it's a prayer of adoration. Mm hmm. It's a prayer of love. it's it's a prayer that is said to Mother Earth, Father Sky, mm-hmm. to the heavens, but it's said f- it's a prayer of love, and it's a prayer of adoration and prayers of thanks. That's beautiful.
0: You know, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, so you have full right to say, nope, I don't have that handy. But um before you know we'll we'll get information on where people can find you, but I was wondering if you have a prayer handy, that you would like to read to close out your
1: episode. (laughs) You really came across left and field. I know. And so if you don't, that's okay. If you don't, that's okay. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. Actually, on the phone that I'm talking to you, I have one of my favorites. Okay. Okay. All right. So
0: let's first uh, get your, where can people find you? Um, Do you have a website that they can reach you on?
1: Um, I have a website. It's not fully developed yet, but... it's a work in progress. Regina of the land.com. Regina of the land. I like that so much. .com. You can also connect to me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Regina of the land. Okay. Okay.
0: I'll link these up too, but I always like people to say it. That way we get it out there that way yep. too.
1: And feel free to connect to me on Facebook. I'm Regina okay. in. So it's R E G I N A N I D I N N. Okay. Funny enough, this is an Egyptian prayer. Oh, very perfect. Okay. Go for it. And this is my favorite one in the morning.
2: Okay.
1: And it's called actually Ptah's Morning Song from the old Egyptian kingdom. From the God and goddess of my being, I give forth thanks for the love that I am, the love in my life, and the love that surrounds me. Thank you. Thank you for the miracle of life that I am and for the miracle of life I res- uh, for the miracle of life I see reflected all about me thank you Thank you for the gift of life that I am thank you Thank you for this perfect body my health and well-being I say thank you Thank you for the abundance that I am and the abundance I see reflected all about me thank you Thank you for the riches, the richness of my life and for the river of money that flows to me and through me. Thank you. Thank you for the excitement and the adventure of millions of wondrous possibilities and probabilities. Thank you. Thank you for the love, wonderment and joy. Thank you. Thank you for the beauty and harmony. Thank you. Thank you for the peace and tranquility. Thank you. Thank you for the laughter and the play. Thank you. And thank you for the privilege of serving and sharing the gift of that. I am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Mm,
0: That was beautiful. Thank you for that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful prayer, Regina. Thank you.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. You're welcome.
0: And thank you for coming and talking with me. This was just delightful. That Absolutely. was my
1: absolute pleasure, Jane. Thank you <laughs> so much. As you can gather, I had a ball,
0: and, you know, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Right. We have some fun exactly. and we share some good information. All right. Well, I hope I look forward to talking with you again. And again, thank you for being here. Have a great rest of the my day. My
1: absolute pleasure. All right. Bye now. know. Slalom.
0: Not kidding. I would love to have talked with Regina for hours longer. I love hearing about places I haven't explored yet, especially the ancient stories, like Kearns. Who knew they even existed? I completely understood how some places seem to have an energy that feels bad, maybe icky, or maybe just vacant. And I understand places that feel vibrant and life-filling. I know some of those myself. I'm going to pay more attention to that. And when I run across those less stellar places, i'll do my best to send them some love it makes me think about how amazing our earth is considering all the battles waged and the hatred spewed and the simple neglect this beautiful planet has endured how about if we all send the earth some love and do our part to heal this place where we are so blessed to call home thank you for the beautiful earth thank you thank you for regina who cares for the land thank you until next time thanks for listening So, are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me, because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next, some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining.